Welcome to The Struggle is Real, a podcast by Family Bridges for modern parenting. Check out this week's episode. So, so all the kids would just line up and they would just watch me fall on my face. Oh, that's not my idea of uh. fun. Okay, now when you get in there, make sure you start in the shallow end. No running along the edges of the pool. Uh, hold on, let me get my checklist. There's a checklist? Yeah. Don't you want to ride the crusher? Um, no. Why? I don't want to get crushed. The Struggle is Real podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. Well, that should be fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to The Struggle is Real. I'm Veronica Avila, and along with my co-host. On this side of the mic, Omar Ramos, and our expert in relationships and family. Dr. Alicia Laos. How's everyone doing? I'm doing great. Ready to nail this podcast. We have an interesting one today. Oh, yeah? What is it about? Listen up. <laughs> it's called How Safe is Too Safe, a subject that many people can relate to. For sure. For sure. Safety is a big one. But is it too much. Hmm. Let's see. Well, to discuss further, we've invited a social media influencer who I personally follow and can relate to us. I'm sure many moms can. She's energetic, funny, and creative with an in-your-face perspective on issues of parenting and life in general. She's become an internet sensation with her mom-centric videos about raising children and juggling all of life's challenges. Her blogs have been published on Oprah.com and the Huffington Post. Let's welcome Truth Bomb Mom, Christina Kuzmik. Thank you so much for having me. I have a question for you. Are you really an exhausted mom? I am exhausted <laughs> every day, every second of every day. <laughs> but you have like the mo- like the funnest tactics on, on how to tackle the, the stress and, and the daily life. Oh, thank you. I, you know what? I'm still learning as I go. So all the videos I make, sometimes I joke that I make them for myself as much as I make them for other people because <laughs> I need to hear the same message. Yes. Well, thank you for making them because you're making a difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, safety is something that parents take very seriously and many even freak out about it, right? But times have changed from our childhood and it seems like we've really focused on safety lately. Do any of you remember riding in a car seat as a kid? No, but I remember my uncles and my aunts holding me in their lap. (laughs) (laughs) Don't move. Don't move. There comes the police. There comes the police. Don't move. Uh, Yeah. Don't laugh. It's a true story. No, I'm laughing because I can totally relate with that. Yeah, it's... that's that's the way it went down in the 80s and 90s for me. That was a child. Yeah, that was our, our seatbelt. My grandmother holding the heck out of me almost popped my eyes out. But okay, yeah. But I don't. Just to answer your question, uh-huh. I do not. No, I've no, used no. it with my with my daughter, but no, not on myself. No. The f- one of the first times or the first memories I have of being in the hospital was because, well, remember being the little kid and being in the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. and in the Dominican Republic you have these taxis, and if you ever in Latin America, and it was like, no, one more person can fit, one more person can fit, right? And you're you're riding this little tiny car, and there's like ten people, but uh-huh. one more person can fit. So that's kind of the situation, right? So I'm sitting on some random person's lap. The seatbelt was made of rope or something thing or the really? handle I'm not sure but we were going around a cul-de-sac mm-hmm. the door opened and I actually <laughs> kind of almost fell and the guy pulled me up so I ended up with all these bruises <laughs> yeah but you were safe I was safe <laughs> thank god for the guy but I ended up with like a broken arm or something because oh he totally <laughs> yanked my arm forward and yeah 
Wow. Interesting. How about, how about you, Christina? Did you ever have one of those stories? You know what? It's funny. I grew up in Croatia. Mm-hmm. So until recently, there were no, like, people just didn't use car seats. So actually, not only did not ride in a car seat when I was a kid, but when my older two kids, they're teenagers now, when they were little and I would visit my family in Croatia, there were no car seats. So mm-hmm. I've been on both ends. I've been the kid that did, was in the car seat, and I've been a parent grabbing onto my child for dear life going, oh, my gosh, this doesn't <laughs> seem legal. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but I bet you that back in the day, our parents didn't even think about it. And now we are, I know I even freak out when I go to Mexico, same thing happens. They don't use car seats. So I am freaking out. I'm like, no, no, no. I need a car seat. I need a car seat. I need a car seat. But times have changed. Now, let me give you some quick facts. Falls are the first leading cause of non-fatal unintentional injury for children under 15. This is according to SaveKids.org. And then every year, more than 60,000 children are hospitalized due to fall injuries. Are we taking safety overboard? There were 123 fatalities in 2015 Mm. that died from these fall injuries, but that's only about 0.15 per 100,000 children. So are we doing well with that or are we over-exaggerating? What do you guys think? I think, and it's funny because I was just talking about this the other day with my boss who has younger kids. Mm And he has a nice home, nice area. Um, Obviously, he's very conscious about him having younger kids, and he tries to create a safety zone for them. But Mm -hmm. they trip, and they scrape themselves, and they find a way to always get hurt or injured. My point is that it doesn't really matter. I mean, you could try to protect your family, but Mm -hmm. you just never know what's going to happen every day. You know what I mean? I think you should try some bubble wrap. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness, that sounds like an insurance commercial. (laughs) <laughs> Christina? I was just going to say, actually, it's funny you mentioned bubble wrap, because I do think some things that have changed are great. Like car seats, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. But, you know, yes. But then I do think parents have become so overly protective, just like you mentioned bubble wrap. It's almost like they do wrap bubble wrap around their kids. And I think the danger in that is that a kid doesn't even learn how to build their own self-protective sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually more dangerous. I think kids need to sort of learn this could hurt. If I do this, it'll hurt. And if the parents protect too much, it's like the kid doesn't learn a basic life skill. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for me, I'm exhausted. We're not going <laughs> to have them with us under our arms for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So I think when we go overboard, it's we're actually doing them a disservice because we're not teaching them how to be independent and really know how to watch out for dangers on their own. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And now that's what we're going to see in our first sketch, actually. Let's listen to this. This is called Those Were the Days. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I, so, so I started to make my own bike ramps, which I had no idea how to do. I mean, I just seen stuff on TV. And I'd invite the other kids in the neighborhood to do these jumps. When was this? <laughs> Probably like I don't know, eight years old. So all the kids would just line up and they would just watch me fall on my face. Oh, that's not my idea of uh, fun. I loved it. They used to call me Cannonball. No way. Well, I used to call myself Cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> Where were your parents? They were around. You know, they always said, you know, we have Band-Aids for a reason. The real word is that adhesive strips. Band-Aids is the brand. Huh. What about you? Do you guys get into trouble as kids? Billy? Well, my parents signed me up for lots of activities. So I was always doing soccer or baseball or indoor basketball. So you were a schedule kid? Yeah, it was nice, you know. Everything has a plan. We had a nice big colored coated thing on the fridge. What about you, Wade? Me? Yeah, 
Did you get into mischief? Oh, no. I never got into many hijinks. I didn't really have any neighbors or brothers and sisters, so I didn't really get up to much. My parents usually gave me everything I wanted. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Zupa DiGiorno. What can I get started for you? Hey, what do you like the best? Oh, I really enjoy the shrimp scampi. I don't think I've ever had shrimp scampi. I'll try it. But what if you don't like it? Uh, whatever. I'm sure I'll find something to like about it. Have you had the gnocchi? I get it every time I come here. Guys, I'm cool with the shrimp scampi. Yeah, well, I'll have my standard. Gnocchi with the white sauce. Sure thing. How about for you, sir? I'll have a bowl of buttered noodles. Is it unsalted butter? I'm not sure. Well, if it is unsalted butter, then I'll have my noodles in a separate bowl. Then steamed broccoli long stems, please, on a plate on the side and several cherry tomatoes. But try not to let the tomatoes and the broccoli touch. Okay, just let me write this all down. But if the um, butter is salted, then I'll have chicken parmesan, but without the oh. breading, meaning I like the chicken grilled with the sauce in a side container, please. Garlic bread on a separate plate. Okay. Can you let me know what the butter is so I know what to expect? Of course. I'll have uh, that all right out for you guys. Wow, Wade. That was quite the order. Well, I know what I like. Okay, so we're back, and so we heard three adults. Now, Michael, the easygoing, adventurous one, Billy, who's very safe, and Wade, who's over-the-top picky. Mike was remembering his childhood and how he built a ramp and fell over on his face and so forth. Parents weren't too protective and let him just be a kid. Then the other two were a bit safer and Wade talked about having very organized schedule in his activities. And this is how they eventually turned out to be. Did the levels of safety precautions by their parents have anything to do with their ways of being as grown-ups, Dr. Alicia? You know, first of all, let's advocate for parents. I mean, yes. I, you know, I know that there's a lot of different circumstances that we see our kids doing and our hearts gets out of our self and mm-hmm. we just kind of go, ah, freak out and want to do the best of them. So I don't want to hang up on parents and just nitpick on them. Mm-hmm. I do think, though, that oftentimes we go into extremes. And so, yeah, if we're constantly hovering over them and we're afraid of the falls that they will take and so we limit and restrict the opportunities that they will have in life, because we don't want them to fall. And yeah, I mean, that's going to create a little bit of hesitancy and, mm-hmm. and perhaps some anxiety that is uncalled for. And so we need to hold that in check and figure out, am I the one that's anxious? And is that my issue? And am I putting that on the kids, you know, my kids? And it's really not about them being able to do A, B, C, D. It's more about me freaking out and not wanting my life to get out of whack or out of control. That's a very good point. It hadn't, it hadn't occurred to me, but you're right. We might be instilling inadvertently. Mm-hmm. anxiety on our kids. I know I've done it. No, but you need to take this. No, but do this. And maybe I'm making Yeah, I mean, I remember as a kid going down the stairs with a mattress and it was a riot. It was so much fun. And um, I know parents today that wouldn't do that for the world of them. One, because it's too messy, baby. Or two, because they're freaking out that they're going to get hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, every parent has to decide what's your, I guess, threshold of <laughs> what you get can take or not. Yeah. You know, because I know one of my sisters jumped out of the roof with an umbrella. That might be too much for oh, some good. parents. Who didn't do that, Dr. <laughs> but- who didn't do that? Thinking but you know, that you'd be Mary maybe, Poppins. That might be way too much. <laughs> for that is so funny that you mentioned. I don't know who this 
character was way back in the day Chazam or something. My mom did that, but in Mexico, the the that was not a happy story. She opened up Wait, her. Your, your yeah. mom did My this. mom did it. She got a towel and she thought she was Chazam. I think is the name of the of the character, and she just flew out of the top of the roof. It's just one floor, but out of the. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, she hit her head. She opened, the, you know, whatever. Oh my she, goodness. Yeah. yeah. What but, did you and your sister do to your poor mother? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was when she was a kid. Oh, when she was a kid. Okay, okay, okay. You were way born yet. Back, All right, way gotcha. Back. Christina, what would you say is a good balance for safety nowadays? I mean, I agree with what you said earlier. I feel like too often we just parent out of fear. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I think that can cause a lot of long-term problems in our kids. And so we just have to have some common sense. And we also need to know our kids. I think every kid is different. Some mm-hmm. kids can handle being a little more adventurous than others. Mm-hmm. And some kids have a better sense of, you know, just common sense than others. So I don't think it's, it can be the same rule for every kid. And I'm sure, you know, every parent can relate to that. One kid just like, you just feel a little more like they can handle a certain situation better than the other kid. Mm-hmm. So if we set the same rules for everybody and we just parent out of fear, it's going to turn into a nightmare. Mm-hmm. That's true. Definitely. Take into consideration each of their personalities. Now, Dr. Alicia, yeah. can being too safe avoid them from being open to new things and experiences in life? Well, because, I mean, you can yeah. start like putting all these taboos and you can't do this and you can, can't do that. And then, I don't know, does it affect their confidence? Well, Christina made a b- good point. It's going to vary from child to child. Mm-hmm. So the experiences that one could, if you're very overbearing in one child, it will affect one child different than another. And another, in one child, it might create a sense of, well, rebellion. I'm going to, you know, just go out there anyways and do it. And they're going to be just more defiant against mm-hmm. the odds. And in another, it might just really inhibit them and create more insecurity and they're going to hold back. So there is a sense that you have to know your child. I think overwhelmingly, though, overall, if you don't take the individual differences, there is the tendency of if I don't create opportunities where I encourage my child to have a sense of confidence little bit by little bit, Mm -hmm. then later on in life, how are they going to? get up there and do a tryout or stand up in front of the class and do the presentation. You know, little bit by little bit, we're always holding them back. They might hold back later on in life because they haven't been exposed to that. You know, let me just go out there. I, we went to Costa Rica one time and we did a zip line that was like, I don't know, it was like cool. a thousand feet. I mean, it was crazy. It was up there. And we had our seven-year-old and he did it. And mm, yeah. I remember, though, I mean, he did it with a guide, so he wasn't by himself because it was like, I mean, we were up there in the forest preserve. And at first he was like, you know, you could see he was fearful. This was nine nine opportunities. You know, by the end he was like having a blast. But there was another family with us that had like a 12-year-old. They had to come back out. They couldn't only, wow. they didn't even do the first zip line because he couldn't even climb up. You know, the fear just took him back. And now, of course, we have to think that there's also panic attacks and anxiety and all that mediated. But, you know, I just think that sometimes when we, we are always protecting easily we could have said that experience would have been too much for him but yeah, again you measured you measured his um his personality and the way he likes to do things mm-hmm. yeah and, and we just encouraged out. him and pushed him a little bit you know awesome yeah. well why don't we go into our next scenario this is called crossing safety off the list Mom, do I really need so much sunblock? I'm going swimming. Yes, of course you do. You can still burn your shoulders or your nose while you're out of the pool. I mean, maybe some sunburns will do him some good. He looks like Frosty the Snowman. (gasps) Mommy, I want to swim. Turn around and let me get your back. Okay. It's a pool of water, Regina. You know we bathe with this stuff? I'm sorry, do you want him to end up with a sunburn and then a skin disease? No, of course not. Okay, now when you get in there, make sure you start in the shallow end. No running along the edges of the pool. Uh, hold on, let me get my checklist. There's a checklist? Everyone's in the water Yes, already, there's Mom. a checklist. Okay, also I want you to avoid climbing the gate. Cal, if you can climb that gate, then 
Kudos. And avoid swimming near any drains. What? He can get sucked in. Okay, so listen to your mother, but most of all... Be safe. I will. Have fun. What did I say about no running? Yeah, you know what? We got to stay away from drains because you never know... (laughs) When the clown it might oh my offer no, a no, no. balloon. <laughs> I'm serious. It happened. True oh story. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're back. We just heard Brian, Regina, and their son Cal at the pool. Regina is obviously very concerned with safety and makes sure that Cal, her little boy, knows the rules and wears sunblock. Brian, on the other hand, wants his kid to have fun and enjoy the pool. Cal just wants to be a kid and swim. What's the dynamic that's going on here, Dr. Alicia? I, I think a lot of people have seen this one where there's one parent mm-hmm. that is comes across as overbearing and is constantly on top of it. And maybe that's the parent that stays at home with the kid or I don't know, it's, just has more concerns <laughs> over them. And they're just constantly <laughs> and you maybe leave the presence of that parent. And you're so exhausted because mm-hmm. you're constantly checking up on their kid. And then another one that is like more free and just let them go. I've seen this culturally, too. Mm-hmm. Um, some cultural differences in that as well. So I tend to be more of the laid back and just relax and mm-hmm. you know unfortunately that means that my kids have gotten some bruises and cuts and I've had to take them to <laughs> urgent care a couple of times but all is well it takes into account the different styles and if you find yourself just constantly being anxious and too stressed out and too worked up you might want to ask yourself you might want to pull back mm-hmm. and then in my case that I tend to be too relaxed I might need to be a little bit more conscientious of, of what's happening with the kids and, and let them have fun and mm-hmm. enjoy the world you know live the moment that's happening there now mm-hmm. uh, Christina we saw here that parents were contradicting themselves. So parents should be a team, obviously. Shouldn't they discuss the rules before so that they're on the same page and not contradicting each other in front of the kid? The mom kept saying, don't climb the gate. And the dad was like, well, kudos if you can. That was, yeah. (laughs) So I think what happens is we all go into marriage and kids with the best of intentions, Mm -hmm. right? So a lot of couples, I think, actually do discuss this stuff before they have kids. Like, this is how we want to parent and blah, blah, blah. But then the kid comes, as we know, everything Mm -hmm. changes. It's like everything we said and we thought, everything changes. And so this might sound silly, but this is something I've done with my kids, Mm -hmm. my older two kids, when they argue. And I also think it works really well for married couples, especially when it comes to disagreeing on how to parent, is you sit together and you have to switch arguments so you basically the woman would have to argue her husband's point and really convincingly and he has to take her side and argue why she's right and Mm. you sort of end up like basically arguing the opposite point which a completely you know how people say you know if you just had a day in my shoes, walked mm-hmm. in my shoes, this is literally walking in somebody else's shoes. And all of a sudden what I find, whether I'm doing with my kids and they're having a silly argument or I'm doing with my husband when we disagree on a parenting thing, is you start to see where they're coming from. And also you start to re- reevaluate your own point of view. And most of the time you meet somewhere in the middle and it's really great. Also, when you do that, instead of, you know, a big fight, you end up laughing hysterically because it's just funny to have to argue a point that you so obviously disagreed with until that day. But that's just like a creative little way mm-hmm. instead of this big argument. And it's very unlikely for a couple to all of a sudden, you know, a wife makes her point and the husband goes, you're right. That completely changes everything. You know, that, that doesn't happen. No, but if you sort of mm-hmm. switch roles, there's more of a chance that you can go, oh, I see why that bothered you. I see why that scared you. Or, oh, I get your point. I, you know what? I am being too tough. Mm-hmm. So Great that's tip. my little tip. Great tips, yeah, especially for parents that are on the opposite sides of the uh, safety spectrum, for sure. Great discussion. How about we proceed and we go into our last scenario. This is called, Must Be This Brave to Ride. 
Now, Lulu, we've been at the theme park all day, but haven't ridden a single ride. Don't you think it's time to do something besides ride the merry-go-round? But I like the merry-go-round. Lulu, we could have ridden the merry-go-round at the park back home. We drove 45 minutes to be here. Yeah. Don't you want to ride the Crusher? Um, no. Why? I don't want to get crushed. Oh, Lulu, it's, it's not going to actually crush you. Maybe we don't start with the crusher. How about the raven? It sounds like a scary bird. A raven's just a darker version of a dove. Is that true? Shh. Come on, Lulu, you have to take a risk sometimes. Look, you're even tall enough to get on the ride. No, I'm not. See? You're slouching. Why, why don't you want to ride? Um, because what if we get stuck hanging upside down? We'll be stuck together. Hanging out. <laughs> Come on, Lulu. This isn't a normal day. It, it's theme park day. We should have a unique experience. Well, okay. greatest thing ever. The way we wished was and the way we went up and like across the place. That was so cool. Oh my gosh. I'm getting back in line. Uh, can we just sit down for a minute? Yeah, that candy corn's not doing great. There's like no wait for the crusher. I'll hold your spot in line. Uh, maybe we don't start with the crusher. How about the raven? That's smaller. Okay, so we're back, and the Big Kid Rider Challenge. Lulu, a young kid, was afraid of riding the roller coaster. This is funny because I just had a flashback of a situation that happened to me when I was <laughs> nine years old. But uh, her parents finally convinced her, and she thinks it was the best ride ever and wants to go back on. Who remembers going through this as a kid? Like I was telling mm -hmm. you, uh, I did. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Alicia, uh, Veronica, I'm assuming you guys had experiences like this? Oh, yeah. And even thinking of my own kids being little and being afraid of stuff and how we just encouraged them along the way. What was going through your mind? See, I, I started bawling and crying because they were forcing me to uh, get on the uh, monster splash at the Manteca water slides in <laughs> Central California. And I was like this little skinny little boy that was just starting like, to break out with little pimples and stuff. And I was... <laughs> Get on the slide and jump and do your thing. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and sure enough, they pushed me off and I did. And all of a sudden, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Christina, did you ever have uh, something like that? Like Omar? You know what? I actually was like the bad, mischievous kid in my family. Mm. So I was the one like getting my siblings into like, let's go climb that tree and then jump off. There was one time where my cousins had this house that like the roof overlooked a pool. And so I said, let's just climb out through the window and jump off the roof into the pool. And it actually wasn't that high. It was like a one-story house. But my family came out, and they immediately everybody was like, Christina did this. Christina caused this chaos. <laughs> so I was a bad kid that was trying to like get other kids to do scary things. <laughs> Now, I'm wondering, do you encourage your kids to be adventurous and do that? Or are you different now that you're a You parent? know what? I encourage them not to be as adventurous as I was. <laughs> Because I had, like, by the time I was nine, I had broken my wrist. I had broken my toe. I was, like, I was always bruised up. So I think I'm sort of somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. I, I want them to try out things, and I'm really proud of them when they can look past their fears. But I also don't want to be in the emergency room with them as often as I was <laughs> as a kid. It gets expensive. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember one time I took my daughter, Valentina. She's 14 now, but she was, like, 12. 
12 or 11. I think it was for her cousin's 11th birthday. We went to Six Flags. So, of course, there's roller coasters. Yes. And I thought, she's tall enough now. I love roller coasters. Um, when I was married, I didn't really go on the roller coasters because I had to do the babysitting and the whatever. So I was like, okay, now she's old enough. We can go on this roller coaster. <laughs> Vale, come on, let's go on. And she just, no. Froze. She froze. We got on the line, yeah. and then we were up there, and she she just skipped the ride. You know how you could just walk over to yeah, the next yeah. side? She just walked over, and she said, Mom, I ain't I'm having not- this. <laughs> I'm not going. And I remember I was so frustrated. I don't know how much we spent, like $60 a ticket or something. What are you going to walk through the park? <laughs> Seriously, we could have just stayed home. So anyway, we, we decided that we weren't going to do Six Flags until she's ready. But I learned my lesson. I like adventure and I can't push it on them as much as I would like to. Is that bad, doctor? <laughs> Well, we want them to enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) But at least you you understood your daughter and you know that everybody has a different thing and you kind of do a smaller ride that's not as crazy. And And that's true. Progressively get her up to speed instead of, you know, let's go down the death mountain, you know, (laughs) the first ride. Well, so. Omar knows how, how that felt when he went down there. Now, we saw the dad being this cheerleader for his daughter on this particular ride. But, Christina, how important is it that parents become a cheerleader for their kids in life in general? Absolutely important. My personal parenting belief is we should not be there buddy, their friend on the same level, because I think kids actually need somebody to be in charge. I think it actually helps them feel safer when somebody's in charge. But at the same time, it can't be like this authoritative thing where we're just, you know, preaching at them and telling them what to do. I think we need to, first of all, really pay attention to their personalities and their strengths and their interests and then really cheerlead them. I think a lot of times we go into parenting with preconceived ideas. We think we know what we want our child to be or how we want them to, you know, the personality we want them to have or the hobbies we want them to pursue. And I think instead, just pay attention to who your kid already is and then suck up your own pride, you know, Mm -hmm. put it in the back seat Mm -hmm. and just really encourage your kid in their own interests, even if those interests mean jumping off a roof into a pool. (laughs) (laughs) True. I guess it's okay to put our fears aside, be there for their kids. But I'd like to know, does does this help, Dr. Alicia, to put our fears aside, to be able to empower our kids, for them to create brave personalities? Yeah, well, I think one of the character qualities that I'd like to see in my children is for them to be courageous and fearless. Mm -hmm. But courage is not going to be given to them in a plate. Here, here's courage. You know, Mm -hmm. at one point when we decide at age 16, here's courage, right? It doesn't just happen one day. We have to, in my own life, I've got grown more self-confident when I've pushed through the fear and done the things in spite of the fear. And so I know that that's the case with the kids and it's the little things. Maybe it might be a ride or maybe it might be trying out for sports or, or doing an activity that I know at the beginning they might be fearful of course it's a new experience when it's a new experience it's unknown and it's scary and it can be frightening and depending on their age that's gonna you know you kind of have to as a parent figure out how much they can take you're not gonna you know sit there and try to create so much for it that then it creates an anxiety and it's too much but you know your kid but you will know that you have to push through the fear in order for you eventually to have and goal of one day feeling courageous or feeling brave. And so as a parent, I think it's our job to slowly encourage that threshold, encourage them to take those steps forward in spite of feeling scared of what's on the other side. Love it. Love it. Christina, do you recall a time where you encouraged your kids to be brave, courageous? Oh, yeah. I mean, my, for example, my oldest son was bullied a lot in school. And so he was 
scared to go to school and scared to stand up for himself, scared to raise his hand and all that. And, you know, I remember one time and I always encouraged him and to stand up for himself and don't worry what other people think of you. You don't compare yourself to other people, only compare yourself to you. You know, all those mm-hmm. pep talks we give our kids. And I remember one day um, we were sitting down and he said, just hanging out at home and he said, mom, what do you think I should be when I grow up? And I said, I think you should be kind and gutsy, you know, brave. And he just sort of looked, it was like an epiphany in his eyes, like that's, <laughs> that's all I need to be to really, you know, my mom doesn't expect me to be, you know, this or that. She just wants you to be kind and brave. And I, I sort of almost felt like his shoulders, you know, were up higher all of a sudden and he got this boldness in him. It was like he realized that's the thing to aim for in life. Love it. Love it. It's more about your character. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Such great advice for sure that I'll uh, be implementing with uh, my experience with my daughter, Eliani, mm-hmm. that we have our situations at times where I try to understand her and she tries to understand me. So I appreciate that information, Christina, and for sharing all that valuable tips and stuff of what you've experienced with your kids and your family and your situations and in helping so many people understand how they can better their life as well with their family. Wow. It seems like we've come up to the uh, end of our podcast today. Yes. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Thank you for joining us today and for sharing great insights, both Dr. Alicia and Christina. Now, Christina, where can we find more about you and your awesome journey as a mom? I'm continuing to make videos weekly, and I actually just signed a book deal. So that nice. information is coming out soon. I think the, thank you. I think the press release is going out sometime this week. So <laughs> it gives me an opportunity to take the little bits that I put in these short little videos and sort of expand on them about my own journey. Well, I just liked your uh, Instagram. page and I think I'm follower 129,783 <laughs> <laughs> just, just FYI I just found Welcome. you on Instagram Welcome Christina Kuzmik right, cool. <laughs> and you've got a whole bunch of moms following you uh, including the three moms that are in this in this uh, in this studio so thanks keep doing well, that I appreciate the support cool and we'll, we'll keep following you as well alrighty well thanks for joining us today and for sharing great insight and tips Christina once again thank you so much closing comments Dr. Alicia you know safety is important we live in a society that's offered us and you know a lot of opportunities for us to keep our kids safe that's important we don't want to take away from that let's just not be overly <laughs> zealous over it and encourage our kids to take steps forward so that they can take the risks necessary so as they grow until growing adults they're not so fearful about taking the risks that they need to take in order to you know move forward and and ultimately reach the dreams that they that they have. There you go. Thank you for that advice. Now you can find additional resources at FamilyBridgesUSA.org. And, of course, stay on top of The Struggle is Real on social media with the hashtag TheStruggleIsReal or simply hashtag TSIR. That's it for The Struggle is Real today. Thanks for tuning in. We're Veronica Avila. On this side, Omar Ramos. And Dr. Alicia Laos. Till next time. This was The Struggle is Real by Family Bridges. For more ideas on parenting, get your copy of The Struggle is Real by Drs. Paul Meyer and Alicia Laos on FamilyBridgesUSA.com. 